Seeking the Wise Wise. With Aaron and Alexander discussing the just philosophy. Covering self-development, emotional processing, conscious relationships, and five levels of overall wellness. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Wise Wise Podcast. Alexander here, and my partner Aaron Keith will be releasing his video uh, next week. So I hope you're enjoying this new platform where we're just diving a little bit deeper into personal reflections on past episodes, and we're going to continue to um, release new episodes as well, but we wanted to have a little fun individually getting some of uh, extended perceptions to you people uh, from us individually. And if you're interested in the whole back catalog of our podcast of over 150 episodes, please visit wisewisepodcast.com, W-I-S-E, W-H-Y-S-P-O-D-C-A-S-T.com and join our group there and become a member and have full access to all of our over 150 episodes covering self-development, relationships, and five levels of overall wellness. So today's episode, I'm going to be getting into five major principles of relating. And this covers love, trust, respect, forgiveness, and attraction. And I'm going to be going through those individually and how they're linked together. And I really want to thank everybody in advance for all the support that we've had for so many years. Please continue to send us questions and comments uh, as you feel engaged to. Uh, we would love to connect with you and you know, answer any questions or maybe share some of your comments on uh, future episodes. So on today, I want to start off with the understanding of these five principles. And the phrasing that I used on them is very interesting. I hope it stimulates some contemplation for you to be able to go into uh, looking at these principles from your own view. And at least maybe it will stimulate some conversations or some pondering or thoughts or contemplation. So here are the five, these five principles listed. Okay. Attraction happens. Attraction happens. We, whether it's with people, with, with cars, with homes, with instruments, with vinyl records is one of my favorites. And we want to realize that that attraction does not have to be pursued. We'll get deeper into that. The next one is love is developed. And some people think that love happens at first sight or first meeting. And I question that. I happen to feel that love is developed, even the love of a child uh, from a mother carrying that uh, embryo for nine months creates a connection. We're going to go deeper into that. Then the next one is trust is earned. And many people fail with in the relationships with giving trust right away. And I'd like for you to consider allowing people to earn that trust. And then the fourth one is respect should be given. And see, many of us expect respect, but if we look at ourselves closely, are we giving others proper respect? And then the fifth one that really hit home with me 
is forgiveness is a necessity. And when we hold blame or victimization in our path, we are very susceptible to not feeling fulfilled because uh, many people feel like they need an apology from somebody to give them that forgiveness. And I happen to feel that this creates uh, issues in health and well-being and feeling fulfilled in life. So now let's kind of go through these, you know, just a little bit individually and expand on them. And maybe I'll even share some stories of where these concepts came from. So starting with the first one of attraction happens. I happen to feel like that if we, if we accept this, then there's not as likelihood of us being pulled to pursue something that we attract or that we are attracted to. This could be a person, place, or thing. So many times people will get into debt, um, buying a car or some type of uh, physical thing that maybe they can't afford, but they were very, very attracted to it and wanted it. And this could even be clothing or jewelry. And so many times that attraction is more than just a, a lure. It's something that many people have to pursue. And what I would like to suggest here is just considering that, that when you're attracted to something, to get clear in what you're attracted about in that person, place, or thing, and see if you can't stimulate and utilize whatever is being attracted or the pull to something already that exists in your life. Maybe uh, a partner or a friend or mother, father, or even a child, that if you're attracted to something in a certain person, hypothetically, maybe that's the fact that you meet somebody and maybe you're a little more reserved and this person is very outgoing and you're attracted to that, that level of, of outgoing that they have, then I'd like to suggest to use that for inspiration and bring more, maybe of a little bit more of that outgoing um, quality into your everyday life. Just maybe starting small with with creating uh, connections with people through conversation, just just maybe doing a little bit more connecting and effort than you typically do. And I know that in the past when I was in bands and there was uh, like instruments, musical instruments, anybody that knows me and has been to my sound journeys know the elect instruments and I have instruments from all over the world. But one thing about my instruments that I collect is when I really resonate with a certain guitar or a sitar or a didgeridoo or a flute or something like that, I'm not as likely to be attracted by other guitars and instruments of the, of the same type. Uh, some people are very attracted to having many, many different types of guitars, but I use that attraction to go deeper. Like if I, if I see a, guitar hypothetically that I like better than mine, then see, I want to get clear about what I like better about it. And I want to see if I can maybe bring some of that essence into what I already presently have, the guitar I already presently have, 
or maybe I can take some of that beauty that I appreciate in that new guitar that I see and put it into another instrument. This is the way to accept that attraction happens, but we don't have to be controlled by it. And so I would like to suggest to use attraction as a stimulation and to incentivize you to maybe bring something that you already have or a relationship that you already have up to another level. So that's a attraction happens. And then the next one is love is developed. And over many years of relating with people, whether that was in bands or intimate relationships, I really see that, that, that true love that we typically develop it over time. And people that I have in my life that's been in my life for a long time, um, you know, that I love so much, I see that it, that time has created that obstacles have created that, that we've worked through together. And so this is why I would like to suggest that everybody, the way you approach love is there's nothing wrong with being loving. Like I like to suggest that make, make every action you have a loving act, but that don't mean that you're in love with the person, place or thing. And so Patience, I feel like, is very important, especially in new relationships, to sometimes people can be guilty of jumping jumping ahead and just really feeling like they fell for this person uh, in the very beginning. And unfortunately, people often get hurt where this is the case because very rarely do people love at the same speed. So this is why sometimes people can fall head over heels for somebody but not feel that love reciprocated back necessarily. And this is, I think, a principle that is useful to just keep in mind. And I like to suggest a year to two years to really feel like you've given somebody and yourself the opportunity to, to make this deeper connection. And, uh, you know, sometimes animals are easier to give that love initially to because they're not as likely to rebuke it or to uh, use it as a manipulative tool. They normally, the animals normally reciprocate it very, very quickly. So that principle of allowing love to develop is very, very important. And now we're going to move into the trust is earned. And this was a big one that I feel like I struggled with early in my life, especially in my teens and my 20s, was that I wanted to trust people the way to the level that I felt that I was trustworthy, to the level of trust that I would give that person. And this caused me to wear my heart on my sleeve, so to say. And so when people ask me, why I got into subtle energy or studying subtle energy. It was basically around this is that the, the, the trust and the love I just gave so quickly when I felt a resonance with that person. But see, many times trust is an issue that is developed or inspired or created in the family dynamic. And that's not always um healthy 
everyone's childhood wasn't necessarily a uh, healthy childhood. So see, that can create trust issues in certain people. And with me, I had to learn to allow people some time and some situations to pass before really giving them that trust and that love that I was talking about earlier. And so I got really tired in my teens and 20s of getting my heart stepped on, so to say. Like I said earlier, leaving, wearing my, my heart on my sleeve and feeling like um, people just took advantage of that. And I would get hurt uh, fairly easily. And so even extending into my 30s and 40s, I was in a relationship to where we made an agreement every two weeks to come together and make sure that everything was running optimally. And I thought this was a way to build the love and the trust much faster. But see, you still got to depend on the other person uh, being truthful with themselves and being truthful with you. And so in this particular situation, a person that I've been in a relationship with for five years, I would ask them if anything was less than optimal in our relationship. And she would say that it, everything was perfect and that there was nothing to worry about. And then she chose to leave just a few months um, after saying this. And I, I, I got a, a feeling in my gut that something wasn't right. But see, I wanted to trust her because she had no reason, I felt, to lie to my face. And so I gave three opportunities every two weeks. So this is over a six month, six week span. And she chose to say that everything was perfect each time. And then shortly after the third time, within two weeks, she decided to to leave and go pursue another relationship and another part of her life, which I would have been happy to have uh, supported her in that. It was very hurtful, the the trust lesson that I had to get there because I put this person's word in front of my connection to the divine. And that was the first time that I'd ever done that. So it took me about a year to get over that heartbreak. But what it taught me was to truly, truly put my faith in the divine, in God, in that higher energy and in my life. And that to understand that people are playing roles here for us to learn lessons. And if we trust in our life to unfold in a, in a form of divinity and to feel supported, then nobody can do anything that isn't approved of by that higher energy. And this has freed me up to be a much more fulfilled, trusting person learning to trust that everything's in divine order, which is the first pillar, uh, all of the five pillars, the polarity versus duality, um, that emotional responsibility and accountability. And everybody in every situation can be your teacher and that everything is vibration. See, all five of those pillars of the just philosophy is built around trust. And the first one is the biggest one of that everything is divine order. And that's, that's challenging for some people. I'd love to hear your comments, your questions around that uh, to go deeper into it. But I'd like to share this view of if you learn to trust the divine, you learn to trust your life, then a no is just as useful as a yes. So 
again, another practice of the just philosophy is to work on non-preference. So that doesn't mean we don't ever have a preference, but it does mean that we're aware of that preference and we don't allow that to dictate our choices. So the, the trust is earned is a very, very big one. All of these really are big. Then the fourth one, next one we're going into is respect should be given. And see, uh, quite often we can get offended by feeling like somebody isn't respecting us or they said something or did something disrespectful. And I happen to feel that when that happens, it's an opportunity for internal self-growth and to remember that we may not know what that person's going through and what they just relayed to us or said to us, they may have somebody else on their mind. So rather than getting upset and being disrespectful back, to be able to accept, and once again, acceptance does not mean condoning or approving of. It simply means a non-willingness to allow this to affect my energetic field or affect my feelings. And on the other side of that, I do happen to feel that we should give our respect to others, whether they have earned it, so to say, or not. I happen to feel that it's a high quality in a person to be respectful towards others and towards situations, whether we're well-versed and understand it or not. Because again, being respectful of somebody's view does not mean that you agree with it, does not mean that you're taking on that view. Um, and this is one that in the past I have been very stingy. Uh, again, in my 20s and 30s, very stingy with my respect. And I can honestly say that I was a music snob um, back in my band days when I played more progressive type music and my band played anything from rock, alternative, jazz, classical, operaic. Uh, we played all different styles of music. And so I was very guilty of disrespecting other bands and other artists that I didn't feel met a certain level of critiquing or a certain level of practice or a certain level of time investment. And now um, I would like to think of myself anything but a music snob. I'm very much into vinyl records, as you've heard on multiple um, episodes. I mean, even thinking about sharing some of my favorites with you each episode. So be on the lookout for that. And realizing that when I started listening to music with a more open mind and looking for something that is of high quality, rather than taking it on face value, I began to enjoy music, enjoy really everything around me because I practiced that with music, but I also practice it with every aspect of my life. So I feel like it was very, very useful to go into that, to anything new with this view of what can I find that I appreciate? See, rather than being the judge, I want to be the investigator. And our culture has trained us to be a judge. Is this good? Is it bad? Is it right? Or is it wrong? And through the just philosophy, we talk about staying in neutrality. And in that neutrality, 
you can actually be a inquisitive investigator looking for that that you resonate with until you find it. And so that is a big part of this respect should be given. That if you're able to give respect to the person, place, or thing, and then you have the mental focus of being an investigator rather than the judge, I, th- I really feel like your, your life will balance out and bring you so much more joy. Again, our culture has trained us to be that judge, good, bad, right, or wrong. And I'm just suggesting that that, that gray area in between has a lot of beauty in it. There are lots of beautiful shades of gray or silver. And being the investigator can find that silver, so to say, in that that gray of right and wrong, good and bad. Because again, remember, beautiful people, these are just opinions that we have. And some of those opinions come from just information. And some of those opinions come from information and experience, which can equal wisdom. But again, if it's limited experience, it can be limited information that you're dealing with. So that's a few aspects of the the respect should be given. And when you walk through life looking to respect people, places, or things, again, it doesn't mean you agree with it, but it softens your energy so much. And then when you are sharing something that's important to you, for you to buffer that, that everybody else doesn't understand that respect should be given. Sometimes they need something proven. And this is where trust and respect can get flip-flopped. It's kind of been flip-flopped in our, um, in our culture that we, we give trust, but we expect respect. And I'm suggesting to flip those and to give respect and then let time take care of trust uh, building with you and others or situations. And then the fifth and final principle here is forgiveness is a necessity. And the reason very rarely in the just philosophy or the language of the wise, wise podcast, do we use absolutes? And when I was developing this one in particular, that necessity is a pretty big absolute. And the reason that I use that as an absolute is that if we don't forgive, that's what holds us in victimhood. And when we're in victimhood, we are draining our energy field. And many times people will say something like, well, I'm not going to forgive them until they apologize. And then I like to ask, like, what does an apology really mean? I got into this a few years ago, really dissecting this, the, the words, I'm sorry. And when I hear those words, they just don't resonate with me. First of all, what it's literally saying, what you are saying to the world, to the universe, to yourself, to your subconscious, and what sorry means is like not good, not good enough. Um, You know, the apologies that I look for is three steps. To recognize what you did, to communicate with someone or yourself what you need to change that and then the third thing is to communicate with yourself or others what you're going to implement every day 
to make sure that situation or that issue doesn't arise again. So to me, that is a full apology is those three statements and working to get away from the phrase of I'm sorry and work with, even if you say I apologize and I recognize that I did this and this was the results it had. I see that I need to change that in this way moving forward in my life. And this is actually how I'm going to practice it each and every day to make sure that I don't do that again. And that is an authentic apology. So I hope that that's useful to some people. But see, we can't wait to give our forgiveness for everyone to even apologize, even if it's the simple apology or there's three points of reference. If we wait on that to give forgiveness, then we'll probably be waiting a long time. The reason I'm suggesting to to give forgiveness again is that if everyone's playing a role and they're here to just supposedly, possibly be a teacher for you, then you can learn to make adjustments in boundaries with that person or situation, but not only with that person or situation, but this change in how you work with boundaries will help you with everybody moving forward. So see, when we can shift someone that we want to pass blame towards, when we can shift that perception to being a student and that they're a teacher, and then we see and recognize what we can adjust through boundaries and communication, then see, we can stop that person from having another opportunity to hurt us in that way. But see, many times people will receive a simple apology, and then they just expect the person not to do that again. But most people are caught up in patterns, repeating patterns over and over. So when people do give a simple apology, I can accept that In that moment, they mean it. And in that moment, they intend maybe with the purity of their heart to not replicate that situation again. But the problem is when people get emotional, they repeat patterns over and over. So see, the calm person, they're able to make that apology and and, and to mean it in that, that moment. But then when they get emotional next time, That doesn't mean that they're going to remember uh, that apology necessarily. So this is why forgiveness is connected to setting boundaries and making adjustments yourself. And that is from the view of being the student and being willing to see everybody in every situation as your teacher. One of the five pillars is so important. See, it's not that Everybody in every situation is your teacher. It's that it can be your teacher. But see, you have to want to be the student. So I hope that these five principles in reviewing these have been useful to you. Um, I've given some examples uh, in the past, even with the person that I was talking about with trust. You know, I worked with forgiveness with her being willing and accepting that there was just something else she needed to experience in her life. And I do send nothing but love and compassion to that person because she was, and the reason that I can do that so well and so easily now 
is she was one of my top three teachers of my whole life, teaching me that example around trust. And see, I needed someone to play that role to where I would put another human being in front of my connection to the divine to learn and to confirm to not do that again moving forward. So see, this person didn't just um, affect me in that isolated situation. They affected me in my growth, my self-growth for the rest of my life and with all interactions that I have with others. So again, to summarize, attraction happens, love is developed, trust is earned, respect should be given, and forgiveness is a necessity. So beautiful people, I hope that this uh, message has been well-received. I hope it generates some contemplation, some questions, some comments. Please reach out to our Facebook community as well, the Wise Wise Facebook group, to engage there uh, also if you care to. But Aaron and I are so excited to share on this private platform. Um, as I said earlier, we will be releasing new uh, episodes as well uh, in former formats. Uh, but this is a way for us to get our, our personal stories, our personal experiences across, and I hope that you're enjoying it. So much love your way, good vibrations, and we look forward to connecting with you each and every time that we do. And please reach out to the wisewisepodcast.com to become a patron and have our whole backlog of over 150 episodes. And we look forward to continuing to share with you. Much love. Thank you for listening to this free version of the Wise Wise Podcast. To hear the complete conversation and go deeper into the application of the tools and techniques of the Just Philosophy, head on over to wisewisepodcast.com and become a premium member. You'll get to hear all of our complete conversations, including the complete episodes of our Inward Journey story series and our entire back catalog, and continue your self-development journey with us. We honor your dedication to self-growth, overall wellness, and continuing to ask the wise wise. And remember, gradual changes over long periods of time equals lasting results. Continue on your self-growth journey by visiting thejustphilosophy.com where you are able to connect personally by booking a private consultation with Alexander in person, by phone, or Zoom. Uncover your authentic self more easily with a human design or destiny card consultation. Here you will gain information about your energetic makeup, personality, and your higher self, as well as navigating your way through your relationships. There are also multiple types of reports available for purchase that help you gain insight into your career, relationships, and opportunities for self-growth. The site also allows you to view a calendar of Alexander's live performances and class schedule, peruse other products such as shirts, CDs, and finally, the revolutionary VibroTune vibrational sound therapy tables. These Contoured therapy tables allow you to bathe in a vibrational sonic bath of frequencies, bringing you into alignment on all levels. You will be feeling and hearing calming music synced 
through vibration and frequency. So again, you can grab all this goodness at thejustphilosophy.com, T-H-E-J-U-S-T-P-H-I-L-O-S-O-P-H-Y.com. The Just Philosophy, as discussed in this podcast, has been developed by Alexander over the last 25 years in his personal studies, private practice, and professional environment. The information discussed is intended for educational purposes only and is not meant as a replacement for conventional medicine. Just remember, knowledge plus experience equals wisdom. Seek the wise. We want to thank you for working on you. Keep shining your light and refining your vibe.